Hey, everybody, Kate here. You know, I had Dr. Zelenko on the show a couple of times. He's the one that gave ivermectin to President Trump. Make sure that you go to his website, and it's right at the bottom of my homepage. So please find the Zelenko Z-Stack. He's got two products now. One is the the product we're always talking about with four major ingredients that you need right now to build your immune system. The other one is a detox that's brand new, and I would take advantage of getting that as well. We all need to detox. Dr. Zelenko's website is fantastic. They'll kick the products out quick. Take advantage of this right now while supply chains are still in motion and uh, get as much of that as you possibly can. He's a fantastic doctor that just calls it like it is. That's what I love about him. So go to that on the bottom of my homepage. Look for the wonderful sponsors and find Dr. Zelenko Z-Stack. Thanks, guys. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited-time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Over here at the Kate Daly Show, we start out each day just dripping in heaps of white privilege, or as we like to call it, going to work. The show starts now. People who work with government agencies like the CIA know the power of Hollywood entertainment and use it for control. Psychological Operations, PSYOPs for short, have their own divisions in the U.S. military and are used by agencies to manipulate what you know. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Entertainment, news, and media are the front lines of the new war. A fifth-generation war of perceptions. How agencies and governments maintain power and control of you. Kate Daly Show, your service on a Thursday. I'm loving today. We have a great show ahead. I've got Chris Ann Hall, the constitutional expert and attorney. i got Uncle Milty. How are you, sir? Good. And, uh, of course, then we're going to be talking about parasites causing all kinds of things with uh, Pam Bartha. So I'm really excited to talk with her, too. Chris Ann Hall, of course, LibertyFirstSociety.com. LibertyFirstSociety.com. How are you today? I am fantastic. How are you? Excellent. I love that answer. <laughs> I'm just glad. I mean, we're in December. I'm feeling the holiday cheer. And uh, you know what? We, we, we There's just so much going on. There's so much I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about the, dis- the Disrespect for Marriage, Anything Goes Act. I also want to talk to you about the NDAA Trojan Horse. And I want to talk to you about Sheriff. Can you describe what Sheriff is? Sure. Okay. Um, sheriff is... Uh- 
a brand new documentary. Nice. That we are doing a live premiere, the first premiere, the first release of our new documentary called The Sheriff. And we are going to be showing it live. And we're not only going to just be, JC and I are going to be there, Uh but the pastors, the two pastors, the pastor in Florida, pastor in New Mexico, Mm -hmm. and, um, at least one of the sheriffs that inspired this movie are actually going to be there at the premiere as well. Hmm. So it's really, really exciting to us. It's going to be in Tampa, Florida. Mm -hmm. If you want to know more about the premiere, you can go to my Instagram, my Facebook, my LinkedIn. I'm on Truth, what is that now? Truth Social? Social? Yeah. I'm on Truth Social now. All righty. As well. And so we have links to Mm. get your tickets. If you go to my social media and you uh, find the post on the sheriff, I just put it up, uh, you can click the link and get free tickets to come see the premiere now. Excellent. I like that. Very, very cool. Very neat that you're doing this. And I hope we can get this here. In my area and all over the place, Chicago, everywhere we're live. I, I really do hope. Yeah, actually, we have a premiere scheduled in New Mexico in January. We are working on having a premiere in Utah. Mm-hmm. We're having, working on having in the works as a premiere in Arkansas, Excellent. Missouri, and Oregon. So we're looking to do it in Excellent. all continental 48 states. We'll definitely talk off yep. air about this. We'll, we'll definitely talk off air about this because I want to get this here. Um, definitely needed right now as we are going to be able to come to rely on this. And really, this is really the thing that could honestly help us the most. So I love this besides for the people actually um, doing what they need to do. So tell me a little bit about the Trojan horse NDAA. Well, the NDA is always a Trojan horse. Yes. And you'll know know that it is by the way the media even describes it. Mm -hmm. The media describes the NDAA as must-pass legislation. And it's must-pass legislation because it carries this emotional charge of if we don't pass the NDAA, then our service members will not get paid, Mm -hmm. which is a lie to begin with. And number two lie is that such a fractionally small portion of the NDAA actually goes to our service members. The 98% of the NDAA actually goes to the military complex, the big defense contractors. Well, this is how education works, too. Education works the same way. They always tell you the money's for the teachers, and it all goes to the administration, right? Same same game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good news in this year's 2020, uh, in, in NDAA for 2023, we have 13 senators that are refusing to pass cloture, which you have to have 60 votes to pass, pass cloture. And they're refusing to pass cloture, which would move the bill into its voting process. And they're refusing to agree to cloture of the 2023 NDAA unless there is an amendment that will prevent the DOD from discharging service members who do not want to take vaccines based on religious or personal convictions. Mm. <laughs> nice. Okay. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a good thing. I mean, we actually have 13 of them. That's awesome. And that means with that 13, it's not going to go into cloture. They're going to have to, you know. This is good news. Uh, Mike Lee, uh, uh, Cruz, Johnson. um, Rand Paul is actually leading the charge. Rand Paul. Nice. Okay. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. That's excellent. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 
One of the amazing. Um, all right. I, yeah. Talk to me about the Disrespect for Marriage Act. Well, you know, it passed the Senate, mm-hmm. and it passed the Senate with a lot of, of Republican approval. But what we have to understand is that it has been heavily amended. And uh, I actually did my show about it yesterday, and just today reposted uh, the clip, which is like 14 minutes where mm-hmm. I go into detail and I describe this. But the quick takeaway, people should go watch the whole thing, but the quick takeaway is this. Number one, um, it is a superfluous piece of legislation uh, because as it is amended, it now excludes religious organizations specifically. So you don't have a a pastor or religious organization does not have to marry same-sex couples, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, is already the standard. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, secondly, it does not force states to pass legislation for gay marriage, but it does say that states have to recognize other marriage licenses. Now, this is also required by the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States has a clause in it mm-hmm. that requires states to recognize legal documents Uh, marriage licenses, and things like that between the states. And that's so that there is uniformity throughout the state. Can you imagine the chaos Mm -hmm. if you got married in Colorado and then moved to Florida, and then all of a sudden Florida says, okay, you've been married in Colorado for six years, but you're not married here. Right, right. So it's called full faith and credit, Mm -hmm. and it is a requirement in the U.S. Constitution that states recognize these marriage licenses. So there's another aspect Mm -hmm. where this piece of legislation is superfluous. The danger of this legislation is the same danger that came about with the passage of the Defense of Marriage Act. It is an assertion that the federal government has some kind of authority to define marriage, and they have no authority. But we allow them to act like it. We allow them to prance around and create these bills. Mm -hmm. First, the Defense of Marriage Act that started all this insanity. So the Christians running up, jumping up and down, asking for the federal government to define marriage as a union between a man and a woman, actually brought onto America this new legislation. And what's crazy, Uncle Milty, you guys, and Kate, you guys will back me on this, when the Defense of Marriage Act we were, we've discussed this, that by doing that and making that argument, eventually we would have what we have today, the federal government redefining marriage in a way that is not a man and a woman. What? All because they got to defend us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the purpose? What What did they sell us on? Was it just a feel good? Um, we've done something for values. What, what was the selling point of the Defense of Marriage Act back in the nineties under Clinton? Well, it was all this. It, it, it was a, a paranoia about gay marriage. We yeah. have to get the Defense of Marriage Act so that the federal government can't force people to marry gay people. Remember, Clinton had just passed Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Mm-hmm. 
right? Yeah. So you're you're on the precipice of this growing movement, this growing powerful political subgroup mm-hmm. called LGBT, mm-hmm. and that's all it was at that time was LGBT. So uh, you know the, the it was a galvanic knee jerk reaction, empowering mm-hmm. the federal government to do something they were never authorized to do. Right. Uncle- and if you take it back even further, mm-hmm. right? yeah. Marriage licenses should never be a part of a Christian life to begin with, because if you're a Christian and you believe that a marriage is a union between a man, a woman, and God, where does government fit into that contract? So when reality, when you get a marriage license from the state, Mm -hmm. guess what? You have now made government a party to your marriage and well, that's very dangerous. Well, yeah, but tax deductions, Chrisanne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my Bible says we don't have to worry about where our taxes come from because God knows what we need before we even need it. Uh-huh. And if he needs yeah. to, he'll let you go fishing for it. There you go. So why So why are, Why did some of the churches fall for this? I mean, obviously, this thing is a Trojan horse into some areas uh, yeah. that are horrible. So why did the churches fall for this? Well, because we don't teach the right thing anymore about Mm -hmm. separation of church and state. You know, I have seen some very popular national speakers Mm -hmm. recently say the most wrong things about the principle of separation of church and state. One of the things that just shoots my blood pressure through the roof, Kate, is when people say, Separation of church and state isn't in the Constitution. It's just a letter from Thomas Jefferson to the Danbury Baptist. Mm. No and no. Separation of church and state is in the Constitution, not by language, but but by principle. Without separation of church and state, you cannot have the First Amendment, period. Secondly, separation of church and state means that government has no business to control your conscience, your church, your worship, anything about that. It doesn't mean that God has no business in public discussion, and it doesn't mean that your faith has no business in making political decisions. What do you, what do you, okay, go ahead. Finally, yeah. No. Yeah. And then finally, uh, it's not just a letter of Tom, in Thomas Jefferson, uh, by Thomas Jefferson to the Danbury Baptist. Thomas Jefferson was speaking about 700 years of history mm-hmm. that proved that separation of church and state is a prohibition on government, not a prohibition on the church. Excellent. You know what? Thank you. I know we're, we're like almost out of time. Um, and uh, we'll cover some bases the next time you're on, too, because I want to talk even more in depth on this. Uh, thank you. Yeah, so because much. there's something pastors can do right now right. to never be forced mm-hmm. to engage in a gay marriage. And right. the this act is not going to force pastors to do that. But the danger yeah. is, Kate, there is already something on the book mm-hmm. that is more dangerous to our pastors than this piece of legislation. Hmm. Okay. We'll leave that as a teaser for the next time you're on. (laughs) Thank you so much. LibertyFirstSociety.com. Thank you. Chris Ann Hall, constitutional expert. God bless.